What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. And I just want to welcome you to the new IST era of Stacking Slabs, where we are recording from SSPHQ number two. No longer am I staring at a wall in a dungeon. I am looking out into the world, and it is a beautiful day here in Indianapolis. The sun is shining bright. I can hear the birds chirping. There are race flags out on every house on my new street. People are fired up for the month of May. The Indy 500 is right around the corner, and I'm feeling refreshed. I hope you hear that in my voice. I'm coming at you after a weekend of moving houses, transitioning life, acclimating the toddler to the new surroundings. We're here, and I could not be more excited. My wife, my daughter, father-in-law, mother-in-law, parents, brother, sister, everyone swung through the crib. Shout out to McGrath Cards, my brother Kyle for helping me move my entire vinyl collection from SSP HQ number one to the new IST version, SSP HQ number two. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into that vinyl move. Um, I do appreciate it. I am feeling awfully sore. But you know what? We got to thank our unofficial sponsor. And we actually have two unofficial sponsors. I almost forgot. So we have Ben Gay. Um, you put it on the soreness, make you feel better. Might smell a little like peppermint at your crib, but I promise you, the cool and the hot activation. Don't go shopping for Icy Hot. Don't go do that. That stuff is not the stuff that works. What works is the original, and that is Ben Gay. So thank you, Ben Gay, and the unofficial sponsorship that you're bringing, Stacking Slabs. We do appreciate that. And can I'd be remiss to not go into this episode without talking about U-Haul. If you're going on a move and you need some boxes, go to U-Haul. Uh, small, medium, large, and extra large. Definitely, if you're moving your kitchen, anything delicate, they've got all those things in place. But want to thank Ben Gay and U-Haul for making this show possible. Let's get on to this. And I'll say this: the move. Make sure you get movers that are very that are pros. You need consummate professionals. Don't go try to move yourself. Um, you're going to be uh, miserable after it. I was very impressed by um, our moving crew. Shout out to Bubba and team for making it happen. Um, The record collection was a pain in the ass, but McGrath cards helped make it happen. Um, And I, throughout this move, I I had my eyes on my Zion cases, on my cards. Those did not go with the movers. Those stayed with me the entire time. So I'm staring at them now, my new space. Um, And I have not really spent a lot of time with my cards, but there was a moment after night one where we were moved in where I got a chance to complete a project and take a picture and share it with the Stacking Slabs universe. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Um, but yeah, been consumed by this move, but I'm I'm very happy to be here. Um, got a chance to get all the internet going and flowing. And when I sat down on my couch, felt good, watched Game three of the Western Conference Championship. And I'll just, Denver's really good. It's a good squad. They've got it going on. Seems like they have been in the mix for so long. 
and now just feels like their year. Jamal Murray's playing at a very high level. Um, I just like to watch that team, and I wish there was a little more. Um, I wish it was a little closer at this point. You never want to see three. Oh, who knows by the time this goes live where we'll be sitting, but um, I've been enjoying on the NBA playoff side watching this Denver Nuggets team. The other observation that I've made before we really dig into today's episode is the Fanatics Entrepreneurship Summit or whatever that was. We're in the a new era here where you've got Travis Scott, Michael Rubin, Tom Brady, you know, communicating and sharing life's lessons with the four top quarterbacks of this NFL draft and I think it's uh it's invaluable to be able to listen to or see clips and get some perspective, especially when you're transitioning from the college game to the league, trying to build your brand. When I saw that originally, I was like, this is cool. I mean, these guys are missing the photo shoot. They're seeing this. I wonder how this all shook out. Well, come to find out there was an exclusive auto deal on the other side of that. And I actually asked the community for some topics that people are thinking about. And I'm going to end the episode by talking about that a little bit more. Uh, We got a comment from a listener slash previous guest on the show. So uh, more to come on that. I want to thank you all for being a part of conversation on Friday. Yes, we had some audio technical difficulties, but you know what? The numbers were strong and you all did not seem to care too much. We obviously always want to come in premium. Sometimes things come outside of your control, but a lot of people, a lot of good feedback. Publius13, my man Chris, that was a fun conversation. I want to do more of those in the future. I want to say this, while you all didn't seem to care too much about the audio, the one thing I did get a hundred comments on was the beeping going on at Publius 13's headquarters. I did do a welfare check and can confirm it was not a carbon monoxide detector that was going off. So we do not need to send another welfare check out for him. He's doing just fine. Thing just needs a little battery change in the smoke detector, but really appreciated his box that he's building Uh, talking through that, giving some perspective on what's happening with the hobby from um, an outsider looking in perspective. That was a really fun conversation. I am going to have my man, Noir Khalil, on the pod. He's got a fun page, man. I love looking at his collection. Um, He's got some great cards, but we have made a lot of deals. I've actually just bought a lot of cards from him recently. And so... Typically, when I buy cards from someone, you get to know them, and I figured, you know what, this will be a fun conversation to have. So I'm excited to bring Khalil on the podcast this Friday. We're going to unlock and activate new voices and new characters on this program. Excited to share his collecting and collection with all of you. I will say this, sports cards are an incredible thing. It is very therapeutic, especially during moments of chaos. I had one of those moments and going back to the sweating and the all day and the bending over and the moving stuff and the breaking your back and, you know, the anxiety of, you know, your life transitioning. When we put my daughter to bed the first night in the house, 
Um, got the NBA game going and sat down, feeling relaxed, trying to feel relaxed. And I had this moment where I was like just getting settled. And I thought to myself, oh, you know what? The one thing I have not done at this new house yet is check my mailbox. And I made sure that I had the deals never stop. We always make the deals. So um, I wanted to make sure that I had the new address updated for anybody who I was currently doing a deal with. And I did tell individuals, hey, do you mind not sending this out until Wednesday? We were at the closing meeting with the people that we bought the house from and made mention, hey, we got some of your mail, um, which is kind of fun because uh, I was taking over the property before I could officially take over the property. And my way of doing this was to get mail from deals that I had already uh, consummated. Okay. So when I got up, I was sitting there watching the game, getting relaxed. And I thought, you know what? Now it's time there actually might be mail. There should be mail. I have just not even thought about it. I was so busy. So I go out to my mailbox and I see a piece of mail and a bubble mailer. And it was the first card that I was opening up at my new house, but it was a significant card that I was opening up at my new house. And as I was sitting there, I just got super excited, like a freaking kid, like lit up so much joy. It was because um, I was completing a project. Now, you hear people talk about collecting projects a lot in the hobby. And whenever I hear another collector mention that they are working on a project, I know that they are serious. Project always reminds me of being in school and putting in the work. I've learned that in order to get what we want in the hobby, we must put in the work. Building relationships selling for losses, searching for cards. All of these moments that come into play are the sacrifices that we make in order to end up with these moments like I had on Saturday night when my project had come to a full completion. Now, my project was revolving around the Cracked Ice Parallel out of Contenders. The Cracked Ice Parallel out of Contenders is one of my favorite and would rank in the top three of my favorite parallels in the Panini era. The reason why I like the Cracked Ice Parallel is because it has gorgeous eye appeal. You can literally put it up against any light and it is going to shine and is going to make you feel like a kid again. The shine is so nice. The way it glistens makes my knees weak, okay? Now, when a sports card can make your knees weak and make you feel like a kid again, that's the type of vibe that I'm looking for when I'm trying to collect sports cards because you got to remember, this isn't a serious thing for me. This is fun and this is an escape. And the more I can collect cards and work on projects that make me feel something bigger and better than anything else that is going on then I'm hooked, line and sinker. And so when I look at the cracked ice parallel, love the eye appeal, love the shine, love the scarcity, right? So you're looking at like around 20 or less. Um, I know the cracked ice parallel out of contenders in the rookie card scene has always been viewed as a, especially on the football side, has always been viewed as a 
must get. But I will say one of the parallels in uh, that or one of the versions of that card that I feel like maybe doesn't necessarily get enough airtime is the the veteran, the veteran version of these cards. I've had so much nostalgia recently for the Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck era of collecting in my PC. And a big reason for that has been this project. And my project has been Try to collect every Peyton Manning and every Andrew Luck cracked ice parallel in contenders. So there are four years where there is crossover. So 2012, which is the first year that uh, Panini took over the license, to 2015, which is Peyton Manning's last year. And you've got Andrew Luck cards from 2012 to 2015. And then you also have the cracked ice parallel of Luck through 2018. Now there was playing day cards because he retired before the season started or I guess it's not playing day but there was no cracked ice out of 2019 so that gives you the depth and breadth of cards that I needed in order to complete this project now when I have literally relied so much on my network and friends in the hobby to help complete this and have made so many deals along the way uh, vintage Steve or <laughs> Vintage Pacers Steve uh, helped me uh, get some lucks out of the way early on. I bought card off to Captain Thirty Seven. Obviously, Paul bought my twenty twelve luck off of MC Sports Cards. Um, there has just been so much community uh, involvement in this project. And so again, this literally lasted two years. And so when I got that final piece and during the conversation after one of my recordings, I had told Paul that I had bought the 2012 from Jordan Northwoods card collector, shout out, who also helped contribute to this. But Paul made mention that he thought he had a 2015 and he'd make it available. And he went to digging and he did and we got a deal done. So Paul at Wordle Combat, thank you for helping me complete this project, but it was just so fun. Okay, so I open up this card and it's the last piece of the puzzle. Then I go out to my case and I pull out all the other cracked ice parallels and I just put them all together and I take a picture and put it on Instagram. And through that process of me going through that, I wasn't thinking about the move. I wasn't thinking about unpacking. I wasn't thinking about the boxes. I was thinking about this project and the amount of fun I had for the last two years looking at safe searches, bothering friends, shaking trees, asking for people to look for these cards once they're at, once they're at the shows to finally complete it. So my call to action to you, the collector and the listener of this show, was always have some sort of project going that is near and dear to your heart and is going to make you feel something every step of the way, and especially when that project gets complete because there is nothing like the feeling I can promise you that I want to thank my man Joe Schmore fifty underscore two point for helping me bring home a card that I wasn't necessarily expecting. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, but I always believe that you should share your cards because when you share your cards, you become a magnet for the cards that you want. And so I landed the 2022 Black Finite Matt Ryan from Joe. And 
it was a card that I wasn't sure I needed until it entered my hemisphere. So I got the gold, Ryan, and I got the gold originally because I needed to make sure I continue to tell the story of my Colts collecting in the quarterbacks. So that was an essential card. Now, I didn't even think about the finite because finites are interesting cards. The one of one, they're highly desirable. Typically, it's just kind of a shot in the dark if you're going to be able to land them or not. You have to be an absolute maniac in order to get the ones you want, which when I do see people with absurd finite collections like um, Chris McGill's Christian McCaffrey black finite run he's got, that's not easy to do regardless of the player you collect. But it's just a lot of energy, passion, shaking trees, all that shit goes into that. So I had not counted on this, but I got the DM slide from Joe and he said, hey, are you interested in this? And we worked out an easy deal. Um, It came to me. I got that card and I posted it too. But just that type of stuff, I just think, um, love the community, helping me get the collection I want. And I love that Matt Ryan card. And I'm glad it's in my PC. I put this post out there earlier this week. The buying, selling, and trading never stops. We buy the cards of our dreams one minute. Then later in the evening, the other cards we we want, we've been dying for come to market. It just never stops. We need to be steady and responsible to sustain the same longevity as some of our favorite collectors. Buy when you just can't stop thinking about a card that you need that's available. It's always necessary to take action. And I posted... Here are some five ways that I've learned to remove the roadblocks and operate in a way that is future-proof to make sure that I'm in the hobby for a long time. I think one is creating a dream list. When you create a dream list that if a card becomes available, it allows you to prioritize that amongst anything else in your pipeline. So those cracked ice that were a part of the missing puzzle, this 2015 especially, Although it might not be the most valuable or expensive card in the world, it was very significant to me. So I was going to bust bust out any roadblock that I needed to in order to get that. Luckily for me, it came way via friend. Number two, because movement is rapid and it's never ending, get in a habit of always sending your cards to consignment. It will feel uncomfortable at first, but always having money coming in allows you to take stronger positions when the dream cards pop. Now. I am not a guy that is too caught up in margins where I'm like shopping around consignment because one pays out, you know, two percentage points more than the other. I don't really care. It's all relative to me. What I do care about is my card selling and me getting funds back. And I also appreciate the relationship and trust that goes along with that. Most importantly, I pay for the premium services that the consigner the consignment house puts to it. So it's communication, it's the pictures, it's the the not having to ship stuff out. Like that stuff is worth every penny to me. So I love just evaluating my collection and putting stuff out there and getting stuff in return. Number three, posting your cards. I said this before, it's the only reason I got this Matt Ryan card. It's your magnet. Collectors will find you and give you first crack at these cards. Just happened to me. It always happens to me because I'm habitual about posting what I like. Number four, give your immediate network first cracks at great cards that you have to offload. This means one of one DMs. It's not pushy when the cards rule, it's courtesy. I love it when people DM me stuff that's hyper relevant to what I collect and give me a shot at something. The Matt Ryan Finite's a good case in point. 
I did not know Joe before I bought this card from him. However, to me, that was a courtesy, and I appreciate that. Number five, we're going to go home with this one. Be good at walking away. Never over-index yourself on a card. The biggest lessons that I've learned is it's always easy to come from a place of abundance. Saying no right now is a superpower in the hobby. I want to close it out. I wanted to cherry pick just one. Mention this at the top. I posted today, what's everyone want to talk about in the hobby right now? And got um, a response from several of you. I'm only going to take to one right now because I'm trying to not to make this episode super long because I've got a lot of stuff to do. But my man, Charm City Tim, you heard him recently on the podcast with the ridiculous story of two Ray Lewis masterpiece, masterpieces. If you have not listened to that episode, make sure you go back to the archive. But what he wants to talk about is Fanatics having three out of the top four quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, um, two exclusive deals. How will it play out? Well, so while I was looking at the situation of the entrepreneurship thing, Michael Rubin of it all, the Travis Scott of it all, and the Tom Brady of it all, I guess I didn't necessarily realize, which I should, that there was some sort of business angle to all of this. Why didn't I think of this? We're talking about entrepreneurship. We got some business people running the show. Silly on me. But on the other side of the story, you hear that Will Levis, Bryce Young, and CJ Stroud all signed exclusive autograph deals with Fanatics. So what does this mean? This means that those individuals cannot sign autographs for Panini or be put in Panini products. Interestingly enough, my quarterback, Anthony Richardson, did not take part in that deal. I'm very curious on this. At the end of the steak dinner, did we come with contracts? Did they get presented? And my man, Anthony Richardson, said, you know what? I'm, I'm not about this. I don't know the logistics. But this is what I can tell you, Tim. My thinking, I don't know how this plays out. I really don't. But what I can tell you is what matters the most at the end of the day is the long-term performance of these quarterbacks on the field. We're not going to remember exclusive deals on anyone who's not moving the needle for their team, making big splashes along the way. And so as I'm looking at this situation, that whether they sign an exclusive deal, whether they don't, I think we're in an interesting time in sports cards. We're in an interesting time in the hobby with Fanatics coming in, a lot of cool stuff, a lot of stuff that's going to be different coming out the other side. But when it is all said and done, the players who are on the cards have to deliver. If they don't deliver, no one will want those cards. That's just how it works. Thank you so much for being a part of the newest era of the Stagging Slabs podcast as I record from my new location. Appreciate all of you. We'll be back. Noir Khalil on the program on Friday. Take care. Peace.